ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the second half of the Rural Survival Show here on RBN. Today is Saturday, the 21st day of May, in the year of our Lord, 2022. The call-in number is 512-248-8252. Ladies and gentlemen, do us a favor and yourselves and our other listeners. Please don't call in to go on a rant about how bad this or that is unless you have a solution. Okay? With that, that's all I'll say about that. All right, Rick, we are back. We have a green board or straight board. Uh, callers are welcome. Uh, where did you want to go next, buddy? Hello. Hello, hello. Yeah, you're on the line, Rick. Can you hear me? Oh, yeah, I think I can, can now. Can you fix this? Hmm, okay. call back? Am I here yet? No, 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 I don't think so. I can hear you. You don't think? You can hear me? Oh, good. All right, good. <clears throat> I, uh... Yeah, I think we're on the nerve air. to... Why? Okay. Well, I had the nerve to accept a quick call from my favorite priest there. Um, he was... I told him I'd call him back here in a little bit because I was uh, trying to act like a professional here. Um, so one of the one of the fascinating this this email that I got. Man, I better get to the point before people start taking over the show. <clears throat> they there is a way to turn the weekly feed into a foliar nanoparticle feed, which is supposed to be. Um, even even less expensive and more effective. Uh, they're talking about oh man, I forgot what he said. They're talking about uh, more than um, more than 100 percent, 100 at least 100 percent more effective than side dressing with um, with the food. Um, so uh, and basically, it, 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 I'm, I'm not going to read. It's two pages off the internet, and I'm not going to read all this. But this is what's going to happen. You're going to take eight ounces of the weekly feed. Now, this is after you've made it up. You know, you've got your NPKs, all 16, everything in there. Uh, and you're going to put it in a, a good blender. Uh, they're talking about one of, the, one, of the, one of the good ones like Blendtec or Vitamix. And you're going to blend this stuff at high speed until it's as fine as cake flour. Um, so okay. to that, you're going to add... A, a, a tablespoon of humic acid, which I think you can get, you know, at a health food store or online, and a pint of boiling distilled water. Uh, you're gonna and and blend. You're gonna blend this all together. Um, and I think it said blend for two minutes. Yeah, blend at high speed for two minutes. And if you want to be uh, even, uh, what should I say, more complete more more uh, if you want another kind of an experience take it to another level you're going to add um, a teaspoon of panacite uh, and you're going to blend this stuff uh, for two minutes and then uh, you're going to add 
you're going to add that liquid to three quarts of distilled water. And um, what that's going to do is that's going to make you a concentrate. Uh, and, and, and so what you're going to do is, of this concentrate, you're going to add two ounces of this uh, to a gallon of water and spray every week. Um, they want you to spray in the morning below 80 degrees on dry foliage. Um, if you can manage that, uh, I just think that what they don't want you to do is put a sprinkler on your food and then try to get this stuff to stick to the leaves because it's just not going to happen. It's going to run off. So, um, that's kind of what, what's going on. It's an interesting thing. Um, I spent $26 and bought a quart of this stuff pre-made. Uh, it was called liquid TNT. Um, it came from a group called Mineral Grow, Mineral-Grow, G-R-O, Mineral Grow, uh, Liquid TNT. Um, they have added uh, the panacite. They've got humic acid and panacite in there. And um, so I'm going to uh, use this as an experiment. However, I do wonder, honestly, have you ever heard of Spray and Grow? Um, it's a, uh, it's a foliar spray. Yeah, I, I have. It's, it's expensive. Um, I've got a gallon of it here and it is expensive. Uh, although I've had that gallon for 20 years, uh, it just goes to show you, um, <clears throat> how often I use that. Um, but, uh, and it, it, the way, with the amount of money it costs, uh, I should probably be, be using it because it doesn't do any good in the bottle. But I do wonder if, if what I'm doing here is making something equal to spray and grow or similar to spray and grow but better. Uh, spray and grow has always been a uh, massive secret. They, you can't find out what's in spray and grow no matter what happens because I tried and um, unless somebody has leaked it lately. But, um, but spray and grow does work. Uh, like a charm when you use it. Uh, I used it on a garden I had up at church, and um, <laughs> they uh, people would ask the priest what's going on around here, and he says, oh, I don't know, Rick keeps putting some kind of voodoo juice on it. So if if you like the idea uh-huh. of, vo- of voodoo juice, uh, which I do, um, you, can, uh, you can buy the um, buy this stuff pre-made, um, from Mineral Grow, or probably just you can go uh, and Google um, uh, Liquid TNT, and um, you can probably, if you don't want to, if you don't want to burning out your blender, um, you know, it's I, I'm kind of leave leave this up to your discretion. It might be cheaper just to buy it. It was twenty six bucks. It wasn't that bad. Once again, an experiment. Sounds like a plan. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, an experiment for the show. Now, we um, we can talk about this apocalyptic stuff. I think. I think that. I, I think I've said all about gardening that I was going to say. <clears throat> well, here's one more interesting thing. If you take Jiffy cornbread mix, and you mix it with equal parts of baking soda. It kills rodents uh, because apparently a, um, a rat cannot 
or a mouse cannot burp or fart. And so when they eat this stuff, they blow up and die. So, wow. I don't know. Uh, yeah. yeah. That's something so, to keep in mind. I guess it could be, uh, you know, depending on your situation. You know, if you're having problems, um, you know, out. Well, we live on a farm, Rick. Your chicken town, yeah. We live on a farm. Uh, mice and rats are actually cost us money. In fact, my, I bought a whole case of a Jiffy cornbread mix, and you were talking about that, and we had it sitting on a shelf. And uh, Lori told me yesterday, I hadn't gotten it in the Mylar bags and in the plastic containers yet. And uh, Lori told me a mice ruined every single box in that case of 24. Every single box. Did you throw them out? You know. Well, no, they went in the chicken feed. Well, that that would have been half of the half of the component that would have killed yeah anyway so anyway you can you know if you're having an issue like that you might try it um and uh see how you do now as far as the apocalyptic junk goes we 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 talked about the bank of england warning of apocalyptic food prices and we talked about the high price of diesel um You and I, I think, talked before the show. This week, Walmart well, and Target... Yeah, in my opinion, yeah, my opinion is it's not going to be the price of food. It's going to be the availability or actually the lack thereof. No matter how much money you got, you might not be able to buy it. Well, like, yeah, like, like the economic ninja said, they're running the playbook uh, from Venezuela and Zimbabwe and um and the you know the, these things don't work you know what they're doing does well it does work if this if you're trying to collapse the country this will be great it'll work uh if you're trying to actually govern um that's not what this is um so um but the retail numbers came out they they reported their earnings they were abysmal and they blamed inflation and uh problems with uh, distribution, fuel, diesel prices, and a, a few other problems that you would have if you were running a big box store. And but well, and they're probably blaming Vladimir Putin too. Hey, Rick, we've got callers starting to come in now. Oh, uh, let's okay. go to Samuel well, go in California. Yeah, let's go to Cal- uh, Samuel in California on line five. Good morning, Samuel. Hello, gentlemen. Uh, thanks for the show. Um, I called in a, a, a number of weeks ago. Probably we talked a little bit about solar, but I had some input oh, yeah. on fertilizer. Okay. Um, well, anyway, I want to get your wrap. I want to get a gopher out of gophers out of my. Uh, they keep destroying my asparagus roots. Uh, I really want to kill do. those bats. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Are these gophers or are these voles? I've got a wall down deep enough so that the voles and moles can't get in, but they they told oh. me that the gophers will go down seven, eight feet. Oh, jeez. Get into yeah, the, the garden wall. <clears throat> it's gophers. Yeah, 
if, if you can ever catch up with them where they're above ground, pellet rifle look, works great. Uh, what about your little mix? Do you, you think your mix poisons for them? I don't know, Rick. What do you think? Uh, what do I think about what? Killing gophers. Using the uh, uh, corn, cornbread and bacon soda on gophers. Oh, I, you know, I, I guess it's non-toxic. I mean, you could try it. Um, I, <laughs> if any of y'all know if a gopher can fart, you call me. I want to hear about this. Uh, record it and play it uh, for me. Um, the, um, yeah, I, I have no idea. I mean, there are, you know, there are, uh, you know, I, I see where you're going with this because the last thing you want to do is put poison peanuts in your asparagus bed. Um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, uh, that's a good question. Uh, since, since, since they have no problems coming up above ground, I would probably try to catch them at the entrance. Uh, if you've got an entrance uh, that you can identify, um, you could uh, try a um, a 110 coney bear uh, across the entrance would certainly do it. Um, that would certainly, um, you can learn learn online how to set them and use them. You know, the only problem, of course, you're going to have is, is that... Um, the, the coney bears are indiscriminate, and it's a killer trap. Um, if um, if you've got the space, uh, you could try a snare, um, although groundhogs really don't have much of a neck. Uh, so, you know, that, that could be if you can get them around the body. Um, it, snares are, are discriminate in that the only way a, a snare will kill an animal is if there is something nearby that they can get their hands on and pull on, because when they do that, they tighten the noose, and then then it becomes a a, a killer set. It's, it's a it's called a set. But um, the um, but you know you might if you've got if you don't have pets or I don't know are you are you are you in a, a in a uh, a rural area? Or are you in an urban setting? I'm rural, and the garden's fenced in. Oh, well, that would work then, most likely. Well, then, if that's the case, I would certainly uh, either get get a handful of these one towns. It's a, uh, I think I forget who makes them now. I mean, that might be Victor, um, but it's just a C O N I B E A R. Some people call them cone bears, but we call them coney bears. Um, set that, set that across the entrance. Um, you can even, um, you can even put a little bait, uh, on them, uh, on the, on the, on the trigger. And, um, uh, that will certainly do it. Um, I don't, what, what is a, what is a, what is a, what is a groundhog way? Always talking gophers. Well, we've got them. What, I'm sorry, what is, what is a gopher way? Go ahead, sir. You know, yeah, I was talking about gophers. Do you know? Do you know about gophers. what a gopher weighs? I, I, I don't really know the weight of a gopher. Oh, oh, they're about the size of a a, a small rat, four mice. Really? Say something like that. Uh, 
Now, the other thing, okay. They well, weigh about the half a pound, Rick. Well, then, then how they about a... this? Uh, why can't we just use a rat trap? Uh, that's what we use for bowls. Um, just maybe yeah, just, I know all you know, the easy ways to get them, but it but it's hard for a guy who's busy and working and setting traps and keeping up with all that. One guy told me, which made some sense. He says, "You you get a kitty, make it a barn kitty, and you make that enclosed area of the garden its home." Yeah, um, why not? Yeah, well, the only problem that I've had with that is that. Um, the the cat we have a cat and when the cat goes out in the morning the cat will head straight for um, any loose garden soil and dig and uh, it's it's not a big deal uh, if the plants are mature that if you just put in uh, a bunch of uh, starts that you got out of a flat um, that cat will screw things up good. Yeah, and I know. Poop here and bury and poop there, but, but, um, but you know, maybe if you provided like a litter box, like a sandbox, maybe that would, maybe that would, you know, be the be the way to handle that. Just give them a give them. Yeah, a maybe put a food bowl in the same area or close to it and stuff, just to get it there. I don't know. Anyway, I I wanted to turn you guys on to some, another fertilizer um, um, area that. You, yeah. I haven't heard you guys speak about. Um, this is this is from this guy's book. Uh, it's called "How to Grow World Record Tomatoes" by Charles H. Wilbur. He won no, the heard. world World Guinness Book record. Uh, he grew four tomato plants that averaged 275 pounds of tomatoes per plant. Maybe these we better plants know these these plants are over two stories tall. They're of course they're indeterminate. Oh. Um, he uh, he uses a method of making compost, yeah. and then he, he he also as a kid uh, his parents made him do a lot of weeding. So he hated weeding. So he puts down straw, heavy bale coverage, two to three inches, so there's no weeds. He puts his watering system under that so he doesn't have to bother to water. It's all on timers. And then the other main thing that he does, and, and he's done this on everything. I mean, he's got fruit trees that look like they're mature that are two years old, you know, and start bearing fruit. Um, he uh, he recommends uh, a cover crop like, um, say, rye or um, hairy vetch and the rye is known to go down into the soil ooh, 10, maybe 40 inches, right? So it's just pounding the soil open and making it ready for aeration and food. And at the same time, that rye is pulling up all the nutrients, including the nitrogen that's way down there, getting away, that's being leached into the soil. And then 30 days before he plants a crop, he turns the rye under so it can start decomposing. And when it starts decomposing, it starts uh, being consumed by the azotobacter, which sucks nitrogen out of the air. And he says you will have more nitrogen than a farmer could afford to purchase. 
And then wow. for your bone meal, he recommends uh, phosphorus, and for your potassium, wood ash. But he composts ash, right? the wood ash into his compost pile. Um, okay. But yeah, he's a he's he's a he's a he's a book worth reading. Um, and yeah, uh, if this is what I'm thinking about, I've seen this guy's picture standing on a ladder next to his data plants, and he's yeah. like he's up like ten he's up like ten feet on a ladder uh, picking tomatoes. It's uh, it's interesting, very interesting. Yeah, and if, 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 if like I said, um, he did this with every crop. Uh, same techniques, the same kind of results. Massive yields, like four pound pears, for instance. Um, that's that's so. Just just Maybe thought you might want to look into that because you know if we, I'm I'm sort of the guy who's always looking to to nature for the answers, and this is sort of what yeah. he did, um, short yeah. of the bone meal, you know? Well, like I think I said on the last show, science never discovered anything. They just observed, and, you know, what you're observing in general are mimicking. What we're, you know, what we're mimicking, I guess, is God's work. We're trying to mimic it. Um, he's just... Uh, He's just taking, like I would say, a natural, cost-effective approach to it. Right. Well, there's my my point. I guess is there's no need to worry about a a, a fertilizer shortage because it's standing all around us, everywhere. And I'm in California here. Things aren't cheap here, but I can still buy yep. the rye seed for a hair over a dollar a pound, and I can buy the bone meal for less than a dollar a pound. And that's a 15 um, uh, on the scales. Uh, so it's it, he says you don't have to use much of it, especially if you're using a good compost. You're not going to have that much need for the phosphorus. Right. Cool. Well, what well, was the... Samuel, what was we the, appreciate uh, what was the, the call name of the book again. But we got other callers waiting. Sure. Thank you, guys. Okay. Good job. Okay. Name, uh, all right. Thank you. Thank you, Samuel. You, you call back anytime, buddy. All right. Next, we get a Gene in Kentucky on line nine. I'm, I'm on morning, page Jean. 110 of the Midliner, uh, mm -hmm. you know, um, gardening course. And it mentions... Um, I know where to get the uh, the boron. That's the borax, right? It's Twenty mil G. Right. Where do you get the chlorine from? Leach. Well, well, those things are all in the little bag of micro mix that you buy. Those. I don't want to buy all this stuff. I want natural. I've got some of the stuff I bought years ago, but y'all, you mentioned last year about the hot stuff, that liquid stuff. I haven't used much of it, but I want to know the natural sources of this, like the yeah natural. Like I told you, I used my own urine last year uh, to, uh, to regrow uh, the turnip tops, and they did beautiful down right. in my hoop houses. Um, well, but but that's for well, that stuff that your, loves nitrogen, that right? Would your, that would be the uh, yeah, that would be the ammonium ammonia. Yeah, it worked beautiful. Urine. But of course, it was it was well, mixed. I'm not on any kind of pharmaceuticals, so I didn't worry about. it. I want my husband near anything because he's on all these stupid drugs. But anyway, 
Oh, well, where is the natural source for these, uh, like the uh, what's it called, uh, MO? Where do you get that from? Where's the natural uh, source for that? I cannot begin to tell you. Chlorine, of course, is a gas. Um, yeah. The only way that you get Clorox is they trap it in water, and they give yeah. you water impregnated with chlorine gas. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I guess the chlorine comes, they're, they're somehow harvesting it out of the air. Um, yeah. But as far as MO, which, I, what is MO? Is that molybdenum? Yeah, I don't I, think I, it's I really Molly, 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 Bedenum or something. Molybdenum, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah goodness knows. I guess it's... And a, I've got a all kinds of stuff around here. You know, I bought over the years. i got everything. Uh, like, i got copper sulfate I bought when I had chicken girls. Yeah. Um, and well. it was, I put it in the water for something I forgot. I've got two bags of that left. I've got uh, right. natural molasses I bought in Louisville uh, from, a, you know, a, a natural store stuff and that... You know, kind of to the gallon jug and some kind of, I don't know what kind right. of molasses back here. So I got rock phosphate I had bought from the guy, a big old ba- partial bag. Uh, and I've got plenty of wood ash, but I don't know how to get natural bone meal. I mean, I bought it before, and now the only thing I can find, uh, instead of the eight-pound bags of the Epitoma brand, whatever it is, that natural, you know, that better stuff, I can only find four-pound bags now for the last couple of years. I mean, they're making everything more expensive, even last year. And, like I said, right. the biggest bags I can find uh, uh, here, the uh, tractor got some bigger bags of plant tone and all that, and that's the great big ones like I bought years ago. Uh, but uh, to find these natural sources would be great. Well, and I like to just, use up some of the stuff <laughs> God's up, you know. Well, as, we were, as we were saying earlier, buying these things in individual bags is going to cost way more than if you just Yeah, I understand that, bag. but there's got to be a natural well, source for these things. I'm absolutely certain that there is. The problem is, is and that, iron, you, you know, can use rusty um, nails, right? <laughs> oh, you can, yeah. Um, yeah, because i got a bunch yeah, of rusty you, nails and these old boards. You can buy, yeah, you could probably buy iron filings off the Internet. Or, you know, yeah. if, you've got a, if you've got somebody um, with a machine shop, you can get that. Yeah, I'm not saying you can't get some of it. I just don't think you're going to get all of it. Yeah, I understand, but it should be nice because, like I said, there's got to be stuff out there in nature where the, these sources come. Because I don't use anything synthetic at all; I only want it on my well, property. They're all, they're all um, well. There's, I'm not sure what synthetic would be. There's no synthetic. Iron. Well, like this Miracle is, Grow. This is God's. Well, natural. Well, God. God creates rust, but yeah, so, I know. Yeah, I mean, you you can find some of this stuff, but you I just know there's just no way you're going to find all of it. Yeah, and then then I know I can get the. I got a friend that's got rabbits, and she. You, uh, uh, I could get some rabbit uh, food from her, but I, I remember yeah. Ricky Rocket. Um, uh, what's his name? I can't think of his real name. Uh, Rick, somebody, uh, the physicist, whatever. He said you can grow anything. I heard him on another show, uh, from another network. Say that you can grow anything in uh, three things: uh, kitty, uh, uh, rabbit poo, chicken poo, and worm castings. But worm well. castings are very expensive <laughs> unless you get them like yeah, uh, yeah. well, a little bag of tractor was like twenty dollars. But my husband got me a yeah. bigger bag in Louisville uh, from the uh, I called the the people in Louisville called it the weed shop <laughs> that has uh, you know those lights and all this stuff to grow stuff. But I got he got me a bigger bag. I'm not sure how concentrated it is. 
of the worm castings I still got a bag of when he was in Louisville last year. Yeah. So he bought me uh, that. And I got plenty of coconut car and all that stuff. And sure. I still got quite a, a bit of plant tone and garden tone and things like that. And last year during the, uh, uh, you know, the clearance sales, I went in Walmart and found, uh, you know, different things on clearance, you know, like uh, some miracle Grow organic stuff, you know, in the shaker and all that. Okay. And I bought, right. I bought every bit of that they had on, you know, like for $3, you know. And I just, <clears throat> something tells me to buy that stuff ahead of time, you know, and keep it around. And some stuff I've had for so long. That, uh, of course, I won't use anything like, uh, uh, what's it called, that Roundup and all that stuff. I might have a little bit around here still, you know. And uh, no, I've got uh, well waters, it, so what? Yeah. I think Roundup can be handy, but you just want to keep it out of your garden. Oh, yeah. yeah. Some things are so persistent. And I try, I've still been right. trying to get my husband, and when my brother was uh, living in uh, at the other house with, with him, uh, to come right. over, and I mentioned before, to, to take one of those burning down. torches, uh, I mean, those propane tanks things, and, and uh, burn the... Uh, hey. I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Real news, real talk, real people. Because you can handle the truth. Extendivite really works. Kate... Great for bodybuilding or endurance athletes. I can't say enough about Extendivite. It brings more oxygen to your muscles while working out. I never bought this product for heart health, but to improve circulation, and I am not at all disappointed. I noticed an immediate boost in my gym performance, but I thought I would wait to review in case it was a placebo effect. It definitely was not. This is the most powerful supplement I have ever taken in 30 years of bodybuilding. I have taken everything. Extendivite outperforms them all. The ability to squeeze just one more rep or add just a few more pounds to the barbell depends on your ability to carry oxygen where it counts, deep inside your muscle tissues. The added benefits of heart and liver health I consider a bonus. To get your Extendivite today, go to Extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E.com or call us at 1-877-928-8822. Extend your life My name is John. I'm the founder of Blackout Coffee, and I started uh, Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee, and after traveling so much to Europe, South America, and trying so many different coffees that were so good, and uh, every time I came back uh, to the U.S., I was so disappointed with the coffee, so I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process, how we roast it and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee. It's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. So it literally gets to consumer's house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee, you have to try ours. It's fresh roasted. It's one of the best beans that we can get, and you will definitely see the difference. Visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10. 
American Freedom News is your daily website that will keep you fully informed on what both the good guys and bad guys are doing in the information war in which we are all engaged. Fed up with the lies of the fake news media and the censorship of big tech giants? American Freedom News is the solution as we provide truth and knowledge on all the vital issues of the day. American Freedom News believes in America first. The establishment wants us split into numerous hostile groups rather than uniting in a common cause against the corrupt oligarchy that is plundering America and the world. Many more Americans are waking up and realizing they are the victims of the ongoing Great Replacement and Great Reset. But the malevolent forces trying to systematically destroy America can and will be defeated. Be fully informed by reading American Freedom News, the best news and information site on the Internet. Go to AmericanFreedomNews.us and find out for yourself. That's AmericanFreedomNews.us. final half hour of the Rural Survival Show with Rick Schmidt and Tim Spencer. Today is Saturday, the 21st day of May in the year of our Lord, 2022. The call-in number is 512-248-8252. Okay, Rick, we are ready to go again. Can you do another half hour, buddy? Oh, I think so. Um, so we had the, uh, well, oh. still, you know, talking about the um, the problems, uh, not just in the United States, but the problems, the problems with inflation and, well, everything else. Uh, it's a global situation, and it has little or nothing to do with Vladimir Putin. Um you know, even uh, even though he will not ship us fertilizer, that that, that is you know basically re-engineered that uh, by giving Ukraine whatever those eight billion bucks and irritating the man. So you know, but we have baby food, baby formula problems, um, and they've got this uh, bill out. This uh, I think it, I want to say it passed the house, but. It's the uh, fuel prices uh, control mechanism, um, and as we talked about before the show, the problem with with and they always do this. They did this back in the early seventies when we had high inflation. They started wage and price controls, and what really happens there at that point is um, you've got high inflation, high costs for manufacturing facilities and other people but you won't let them raise the price on their product, which puts them out of business. Um, the, what they're going to do right. with, with, the, with the energy price uh, control is they're going to engineer a situation where the, where, where the prices, when the prices of fuel get so high, people quit using it. And when they quit using it, the prices come back down. What they're going to wind up doing is they're going to wind up fixing the fuel prices high and they won't come down because they're going to be fixed at an unnatural level. And by the way, wage and price controls have never worked. It never worked. It's like trying to put out a fire with no. gasoline. 
it's the eighth it straight didn't week. work in the 70s. You no. know, it's not going to work now. It didn't work in the 70s. Well, what did they say? Uh, uh, Biden is the worst, pre- worst president than Jimmy Carter. Um, the eighth straight week, the market went down, and that is uh, directly because um, of, of the market's general uh, fear um, or, or the sense that they're going to keep raising interest rates to combat um, in, inflation. And the only thing that ever kept the market floating was uh, cheap money. Uh, printed out of thin air. That was what. That's what basically kept keeps the market up. Uh, it hasn't fallen uh, in since what oh eight. Uh, we really haven't had yeah. a, a decent crash in like. Yeah, it's it's way way overdue. And the only reason it's not crashing is because government intervention, which is really just more price control. Um, <clears throat> well, the reality, well, Rick. I believe yeah. is that our economy has been functionally dead since late 2008. The economy yeah. is totally animated and artificial. By the way, Rick, as soon as you get to a stopping point, we got two callers waiting. Well, I'll just say these last two fun things. Biden said he would unite the country, and he did. Everybody wants him dead. We're all united. And the Archbishop of San Francisco has decreed that Nancy Pelosi cannot have communion because she's pro-abortion. And now we can talk to a caller. All right. Our first caller is Tom in Utah on line three. Tom, we got the five-minute rule in effect. Uh, Sounds good to me. I only got five minutes of energy. All right, buddy. Yeah, five now, minutes is cool. I, earlier, I I don't know if I understood right, but I heard you talking about either you or Rick talking about somebody putting things on doorknobs because they were concerned about disease transmission. Is that correct? Well, it's not. Yeah, that's not Rick. Really. Yeah, they're uh, cool trying to stop the okay spread yeah. of the virus. What they're trying to do is kill the, the virus uh, with copper. Are they talking about the viruses that affect the, the, the plants or viruses that affect you? COVID, well, this is COVID-19. They're trying to stop the transmission of COVID-19 going into and out of uh, commercial buildings. How ridiculous. The enemy of the COVID is oxygen, sunlight, Cosmic energy, dryness or desiccation or deprivation. We're getting so ridiculous. Well, a lot of these handles are going to be inside, like on on John doors or, you know, the push push pad. We call it the the metal push plate. Um, They'll they'll put that, that, that tape on there. So not all these things are in the sun. The outside handles are, but the rest of them are inside. So when you walk into those spaces, are you wearing an oxygen tank? Oh, <laughs> well, I am, but no. I'm, no, <laughs> it's all, it's so, all BS. So where is I oxygen? am all, all the time. Is, so where is oxygen? It's virtual. It is virtual yeah. signaling is what it is. 
It's, it's See, just police virtue say they're not really doing anything. You know, like I was telling Sam, I've had to be an expert in the court cases where they were accusing uh, poor E. coli of killing children, for example, from a surface contact. And I said, okay, bring me that surface sample. Let's put it under the microscope. Mm. Sure, there's a E. coli on that slide, but it's dead or in a doornail. Sure. What happened? It was killed by the oxygen, and maybe sometimes even the ambient or reflected light from the sun. You know, so it's all ridiculous. So oh, ridiculous, it okay. makes me angry. You cannot transmit disease on a surface or in the air. That is a fact. Only the plant uh, diseases survive in sunlight. There's oh, two the, categories the, um, of pathogens, plant uh, and animal. Okay, but, but if, yeah, well, okay, so, and they claim that that is fighting inflation by raising interest rates to 2% of wherever they are now. They're not trying to fight inflation, and nobody was ever actually thought they were killing anything on the door handles. Uh, that was about um, not getting sued. That's what this is. By the, by the way, I'm having a hard time understanding you, Rick, but that's, that's all I want well, to say is yeah, you, cannot, okay. you cannot contract a disease from touching a handle, touching a surface, if that surface has not and how to say contaminated momentarily with blood and fat. The only the only pathogens mm. that can transmit through a surface or air is those that affect the plant kingdom. They're a whole different creature than the ones that affect you or the animals. Anyway, and I'm so proud of my. Uh, I teasingly say Jean is one of my uh, harem. She's a really sweetheart. Really love Jean. All right. Well, thank you. Anyway, I appreciate uh, this. Anyway, anybody, I've, I've been doing battle for a poor man in a, in a court case. Anybody from Utah, would you please go to TomInUtah.com and call me? TomInUtah.com or TomInUtah.us. The .us is where I exposed the poisoning of 34 million in mobile homes. But anyway, yeah, just my end closing statement. You cannot be infected from anything on a surface or in the air. That is the reality. God is not stupid, and I, li and I like that. Yeah. If, if we could be infected through the air, we'd be extinct. Right. Well, we would be. Anyway, right, that's well, more okay, than my Tom, five I minutes. Okay, well, I pre thank you. I appreciate All right, well, thank you, Tom. Call me. Call, buddy. Next we go to... All right, thanks. I got to one of these days. Art in Georgia on line five. Good afternoon, sir. Or are you on Central? Well, good afternoon, gentlemen. I am on Eastern Standard Time. Okay. Well, good afternoon, afternoon sir. Thank you for calling. What, be what's on your mind today, day. Art? I wanted to address the issue of the uh, the ground uh, groundhog or go no no the gopher. Simple right. solution to this. A real simple solution to this. Get yourself a dog. Now it can't be just any dog. You want a dog like I have a half Jack Russell, half Kentucky Feist. 
Both of these are hunting dogs. Both of them are natural-born hunters. It's instinctual for them. My yard is completely fenced off where all my garden beds are, completely fenced off, and I have a dog inside. She's a Kentucky Feist Jack Russell mix. She doesn't get very big. She's not even knee high. She's very. She's a short dog. Only stands about maybe a foot and a half, two foot tall at the most. Very small dog, and you will never have any kind of critter come in your yard. But understand this: if you hunt squirrel, rabbit, or anything like that, you're not going to get anything that's going to come in your yard because that dog's going to get it first. So if you have these kind of dogs. Don't plan on trying to trap any kind of uh, animal for food because these dogs will catch them and kill them. But that's how you solve this problem. Get you a small dog like Kentucky Feist, Jack Russell, something like that that's a yeah. natural-born hunter. You want, a, you, But you want them to be a dog that is known for going after things like squirrel, rabbit, groundhog, moles, voles, all of these. They'll, they'll go after the gophers. They'll go after any of these small animals. Keep them in there in your fenced-in garden area, or in my case, in my yard. You'll never have anything come in there get you, get your get your food. I like that. All right. You got anything else, Hart? Because we got more callers waiting. Nope. Nope. That's it. Have a great right. day. Appreciate you calling, buddy. Thank you, Art. Next, we go to Mike in Kentucky on line three. Hi, Mike. Hi. I was surprised when a great Pyrenees dog that I had, it was actually the first one I ever had, it it dug up every ground mole uh, in our yard. (laughs) I had an electronic collar on the the guy, and some people, of course, think those are cruel, but, you know, after having a dog get hit in the road, I don't know what's more cruel. You know, it's really tough to keep them out of the road sometimes, so we trained them. Well, we got uh, one on ours. As they get older, though. Yeah, my daughter got a great peer pup about uh, two months ago, and she's got a shot collar on it. Well, they work up until they get adults. Once they realize they can run through that shock, then then it's all over. Kind of like the elephant that realizes it can pull up the little stake it's tied to. But uh, right. that, that's my experience anyway. So we've we've had to use trolleys, and we lost uh, we lost one of our dogs to getting hung. It was able to get itself around a tree or something and and hang hung itself because these things roam like up to five miles. So unless you know you're in a community of farmers that tolerate those dogs or appreciate their value for chasing off bear, among other things, you know, then they're likely to get shot. Yeah. It's sad that people will do that. Yeah, but, they are. You know, some of them are more aggressive than others, and, and a, nothing like a 125-pound dog barking at you to scare the crap out of you. But most of the time, you can walk up to any dog that's that way if you don't show fear and just hold your hand, the back of your hand, and let them sniff your nose, and you can pet them. That's my experience anyway. But, uh, right. you know, fear, right. I think they can smell it. I think they can smell it. But I, I don't know about eating some well, animals. I was an animal I was control talking. officer. Go ahead. I was animal control officer for about four years. And, you know, I never got bit once. Came close a couple of times, but I never uh, actually got bit once. 
The most I've ever had to deal with them is when I'm riding a bicycle and uh, I've been bit. Uh, well, let's see. I don't know how many times. So, uh, they they see you. I think as a game animal. So if you're in a situation where you're climbing right. a steep hill, going really slow, just get off and walk and put the bike between you and the dog, and you know uh, try to talk to the dog and don't show fear. You know, when you get out of its range, it'll right. leave you alone. You know, just it's, but most of the time I ride past them far enough and they quit running at once they reach their, their, uh, you know, designated territory they think is theirs. They're, you know, the property of their owner, fence row or something like that. But when you right. show fear, and uh, the other trick is to have just a squirt of, of a water bottle on their nose or something and it usually stops them. They'll stand there and bark at you, but they quit chasing. Yeah. Shooting a dog, I think, is, you know, and that's one of the things that came out in the Waco hearings that, uh, well, wait a minute, uh, you, well, we didn't think you meant the dogs because yeah, they shot like a, a female dog and six puppies or something was the first thing they did when they showed up on scene. So the BATF actually shot first, you know. The whole argument about the door yeah. being missing is kind of a moot point because the BATF shot first. And you can imagine the children. Uh, you know, as they'd been conditioned that the stormtroopers were going to come and get them or whatever, uh, they were uh, probably not as ready to come out after they'd seen them guys shoot their dogs. I mean, what what harm did some puppies right. have? But uh, anyway, uh, the, the the stuff Tom was talking about, uh, I, I I do think. You know, you do have a lot of lysomes, or most of us have, if we have a healthy immune system, we have a lot of lysomes in our snot and mucus and and uh, things like that. But part of the part of the reason I think COVID spreads so bad is because a lot of people's immune system is compromised from eating so much uh, things that will deplete your zinc. Like uh, there's, uh, they've, you know, a lot of it is due to over meat consumption too, but. Uh, I think uh, there's several things that can cause uh, zinc to be depleted. And if you don't have an adequate amount of zinc, when you get to COVID, the first thing that happens is you lose your sense of taste and smell because your body is taking all that zinc and putting it into making lysomes. So the possibility of having a glob of snot or something on a door or a booger, you know, <laughs> something like that indoors where there's no sunlight that would actually have this for some number of hours i think it's, it's a possibility what i thought was ridiculous was they were shutting down the playgrounds and not letting the children go out on the playgrounds in the sunshine they need the sunshine for yeah the that was so stupid yeah, the, yeah. The, the, I, the i've never heard of anything on, so on stupid. playground equipment or unless you've got a glob of poop you know or something that's uh, in the shade which i've seen uh you you, you know the playground is going to be fairly safe in a matter of seconds in the sunshine it's just silly. Right. Anyway, that's all I agree I with you. All right, thanks. Well, Mike, we all appreciate right. your call, buddy. Thank you very all much. Bye-bye. Right, Bye-bye. Rick, it's getting to be that time, buddy, already. If you can believe that two it hours is. went that fast. It's well, 11.51.32. All right, okay. Oh, well, of course, you know. We're going to have to watch out for the damn monkeypox. Um, we've got... Um, oh, yeah, that's the, the next... Um, By the way, folks, that monkeypox, it kills about 1% of the people that get it. 
and those are people that are already sick. Just wanted to put that out there. Don't let the fear mongers get to you on this one. Yeah, yeah, and uh, uh, of course to hide the uh, hide the um, the food shortage, Walmart is remodeling, making uh, <clears throat> taking shelves out, making uh, aisles wider, uh, stacking food two two items deep, uh, and then across across so that it looks like there's stuff there when in fact there really is very little um, food on the shelves. They're just trying to hide it so that you don't panic. Uh, somebody called um, this one dude who does YouTubes and told him they paid $5.38 for an orange. Now they paid five thirty-eight for, for an rent? orange. One orange. An orange. Five dollars and thirty-eight cents for Holy an orange. Holy smokes! Yeah, and Sam's Club is totally same off price as a pound of butter. <clears throat> right, right. So Sam's Club is turning off portions of their lights. Meaning, uh, that's a bit of an issue. Um, the um, the, the caught. Um, yeah, Walmart and uh, and Target report this week uh, biggest one day drop. Walmart stock in since 1987. Um, we've got um, Costco. A number of people I forgot. Costco reports this week, uh, and I forget who else. Uh, uh, Williams Sonoma uh, and a few other box stores. Um, so what I'm thinking is, if um, if, if these people can't. Um, Right with you. Um, man's here to give me a COVID shot. Um, the, uh, if the, if Walmart can't make it work and if Target can't make it work, then how in the hell uh, will Costco? I mean, if, if, these, if these master retailers are having problems with um, inflation and deliveries, uh, then, uh, then everybody is. So I'm thinking their numbers are going to be horrible. And that should that should cause another apocalypse uh, in the stock market this coming week. Um, so uh, I guess I don't know what time it is. Let me uh, let me get the uh, the prayer in. Eleven fifty-four thirty. Well, you want me to do the prayer now, or you want me to wait? No, go ahead right now. Oh. Holy Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And to thou, Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the divine power of God, thrust into hell Satan and all of the other evil spirits who wander through the world seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. Amen. Very appropriate, Rick. Very yeah, maybe, appropriate, anyway. my friend. Yeah, I think I think I started yeah. saying that. I'm up to two rosaries a day, buddy. Uh, it helps. Um, I saw a sticker good for the you other day on a car that yeah it says the sticker on a car that said uh, help the United States pray the rosary. Well, I don't know. I guess it would help. It wouldn't hurt. I know that much. No, it can't hurt. No, it can't. Well, hurt. I think we got no, time. I'm gonna throw my prayer out real quick, if that's okay, Rick. Damn right, it's okay. Heavenly Father, all right, thank you. Heavenly Father, 
I come to you in the name of your son, Jesus, to ask protection for our whispers, to ask them to have the wisdom to prepare uh, for what's coming. And uh, thank you. Thank you, Heavenly Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, we will be back same time, same channel next week. Bye-bye. Like a dog without a bone and actor out alone, riders on the storm. There's a killer on the road. His brain is squirming like a toad. Take a long holiday. Let your children play. If you give this I know so many of you are finding our EZ4 carcass drop and lift an essential tool for your meat processing operation, but today I want to spotlight four of our new products. First, our right height hog cradles with steel or aluminum frames. Our customers love this back-saving innovation that enhances sanitation and speeds production. Next, our beef cradles with stainless steel or aluminum frames eliminate rust and corrosion. We hope you'll compare our quality and prices for this essential part of your processing line. Our cradles are especially effective when used with our power skinner. And finally, our hook tumbler will keep your hooks clean and polished. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. EaseOff, LLC. 417-932-6419.
You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network because you can handle the truth. True, true.